WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is all of it on WNYC. I'm Allison Stewart. This is the 10th anniversary of the first Nighthawk Theater Shorts Festival, spotlighting the kind of cinema brevity that doesn't always get the same attention as features. Beginning this Wednesday, the festival returns to the Nighthawks Williamsburg and Prospect Park Cinemas and runs through March 5th. I love both those places. I would move in if I could. There are hundreds of submissions, and joining us now to tell us more, our Director of Programming, Christina Cacioppo. Hi, Christina. Hello, Allison. As well as filmmakers Jude Dry. Hi, Jude. Hi, Allison. And Leah Shore. Hello, Leah. Hi. Christina, you wrote in the welcome letter in the program about last year's festival about being intimidated heading into it, not knowing what movie going would be like during the pandemic era. How did putting together this year's festival feel by comparison? How, is it, how are you feeling this year? Uh, you know, it, it, it's not like it felt turnkey. Like, I definitely felt like armed with the tools to to make it happen. So it was easier to just sort of ease into watching the submissions. We got more submissions last this year than last year, like hundreds more. So there was a lot more to, to get into, but the great thing is that uh, like the entirety of the festival is made up of submissions. Uh, everything came from, from submissions, which is great, but yeah, it felt really good. You know, we, we our, our team watched things and it, everything became pretty clear things fell into place. And, you know, we added one more program over what we did last year just because we had so much good stuff. Yeah, I heard you had to add an extra category. What was the extra category? We just added basically another matinee show. We don't really, we have, you know, a music-driven program, Mm -hmm, a midnight program, and then we don't really do, like, categories. We kind of like to, it kind of gets you in a hole a little bit when you have to do that. So we just added an extra matinee. Right, sort of themes for the day. Yeah. that's what it looked like on the site a little bit. What what are some of the themes? Tell folks what what you were con- what you were you concentrated on. I mean, things end up being sort of organic in this way where you don't want to have everything feel uniform. So mm-hmm. uh, I think throughout the festival there are you know it was funny last year we had a lot more films with that were sort of coming of age feeling, and this year we had a lot more that had like uh, a, more of a senior population, and it just sort of oh. happens that way. Uh, so every program seems to sort of have bits of that here and there. Last year, we had a lot more uh, films that were about COVID and quarantine. And we saw less of that this year, you know, and I think oh, that makes sense. So I think just sort of the things that are on people's minds sort of come across in, in the shorts that get submitted in, in a particular year, because we do limit it to like a couple of years, uh, you know, as far as when production was. Jude, let me bring you into the conversation. When did you first get involved with Nighthawk? Uh, I've been aware of Nighthawk, much like you, Allison, a big fan of the theater. Um, and I, you know, I know the Shorts Festival has been going on for, is this your eighth year, Christina? 
seven or eight? This is the ninth. Yeah, I think we, you know, it's been 10 years, but we missed one with with COVID. Yeah. Um, And I just love, I always have loved their programming. And, you know, the New York film scene is um, small and tight knit. And, you know, I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of people's work shown that I respect and just very um, happy to have been chosen for the program this year. What's the process like on your end as a filmmaker? Um, I mean, I've been doing the festival submission uh, thing for the last year, year and a half. Um, You know, a lot of people ask me kind of this. I think it's just a numbers game in some ways. And luckily, I know a lot of people, you know, you kind of email around, ask, you know, what what a cool festival is. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of word of mouth. Oh, this tiny festival put me up and actually treated me really well. Or, you know, this festival has really nice, you know, uh, cash prizes if you win them or something. Um, so it's a, it's a lot, um, you know, I know people have spreadsheets. I've never been that organized about it, but, um, you just kind of submit to the festivals that you like and think are cool. And then hopefully they think the same of your work. Leah, when you think about the strengths of the short as compared to a feature, what do you think are the strengths of a short? Oh gosh. Um, I think it's really great for people with an ADHD attention kind of span, you know, today with TikTok and, you know, all those social media, um, you know, things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a a short film is more uh, digestible than a feature film. And I can watch like 10 of them in a row without being fatigued. Fatigue. That's an interesting word. Fatigued. (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, like, don't you get tired? I don't know. For me, it's hard to pay attention to something that's sometimes more than 20 minutes. It has to be, you know, interesting and enough for me to keep watching. <laughs> that's why I like series as well. You know, yeah. television. It's great. We have a video that you shared with us. It's an animation of Christina talking to your dad, asking him to pitch an idea for a short film. Um, his idea is a little uh, spicy, shall we say? <laughs> it is spicy. <laughs> That's uh, so spicy that we can only play a little bit of it, actually. Um, That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> before we play it, how how does this video fit into the rest of the festival? Um, well, here's well, how it happened. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah Christina, oh, you start sorry, and, then, and then Leah, you jump in. So Leah had films in the festival last year. So when we were opening up submissions, I wrote to them and said, do you have anything new? And, and they said, no. And I said, well, okay, I want to think of a way to involve you. And I, I, you know, I, I was thinking it would be great to involve filmmakers by commissioning a work of some kind. And it, it could be like the festival bumper, the opening bumper. Mm-hmm. So Leah and I had a bit of a back and forth and they pitched some ideas. And eventually we arrived on this idea of, uh, you know, talking to a family member and asking them to pitch a short. And it just sort of ended up coming down to my dad <laughs> and and then Leah just did this like amazing job uh of, of uh cutting down because the audio was like seven minutes <laughs> was really, yeah yeah and then uh, cut so it I'll, down let you, to- I'll let you take it from here yeah no I mean here, also yeah yeah it was Christina's dad not mine um and mm-hmm. yeah cut it cut it cut it cut it is a new word um cut down uh from like a 10 minute interview to two minutes to something that makes sense narratively well, yeah. we can, we'll play, I think we've got about 53 seconds we figured we could play. Wow. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, more, that's more than what, what I was expecting, to be honest. So, super excited. Let's take a listen and we can talk about it on the other side. That's, that's the, a bumper, yes. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> 
So as part of our shorts festival, the concept is that we're asking our family members to pitch an idea for a short film. The name of the movie that I am coming up with is The Old Man and the Pea. That's P-E-E. It's not an autobiography, fortunately. You know what the story of The Old Man and the Sea is from Ernest Hemingway. So this is The Old Man and the Pea. So it's another old man and he's having trouble with ED. Every night he goes to sleep and he gets up and he has to pee. So it gets, it gets anatomical from there, we'll say. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christina, what did you think when you got this from your dad? Um, it was really shocking. It, it wasn't <laughs> what I expected. You know, um, I, I had basically texted him and said, I'm going to call you and ask you to pitch a short film. And he seemed to take it very seriously, uh, you know, and he was just like, how can it be R-rated? You know, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, God, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I think, you know, as just the bumper kind of ends with me saying I didn't know you were a Hemingway fan, which is kind of also just sort of part of it, too. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty surprising for me. Yeah, I cut, I cut out a lot of Christina going, oh, my God, and laughing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the Nighthawk Shorts Fest. Starts March 1st at both the Williamsburg and Prospect Park Cinemas. I'm speaking with Christina Cacioppo, Director of Programming, as well as Leah Shore, a filmmaker, and Jude Dry, filmmaker as well. So, Jude, let's get to your film, which is also involving a parent. Um, and it's you and your mom playing versions of yourselves. And it's a bit meta because the film's a little bit about your relationship, but it's also a film about making a film. There's moments when your mom just wants to freestyle and you're like, hey, stick to the script. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, layers here. What's the origin of the film? Um, so I, my film actually is a pandemic film, but it doesn't play as such, which I'm happy about. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was um, I grew up in Vermont and uh, in the pandemic, I, I spent some time there early on. And I thought, you know, I've, my mom has always been. Uh, very funny, uh, charismatic, and I thought, um, you know, let's try and, and make something with her while I'm here. Um, and I was thinking about getting top surgery, um, and it just seemed like uh, a, a ripe topic. Uh, mm -hmm. I I like to talk about, you know, trans issues often, but I also think, you know, we tend to be a bit dogmatic, um, and I think it kind of scares people. So, you know, my mom is like, uh, a Jewish lady, you know, early 70s, and she's trying her best with the pronouns, but she has some opinions about it. Um, and basically, there was this story uh, about my first haircut that she always has told my throughout my entire life. And it always, to me, was a symbol of the fact that even if she didn't always respect my pronouns, she knew and respected my gender identity from a very young age. Um, and that story is very indicative, you know, very illustrative of that. And so sort of framed the film around that. Um, but then as we were shooting, she would sort of get nervous and, but then she would have ideas. And so the, the, the scene you mentioned is actually one day I had said, okay, feel free to improvise, uh, which a lot of directors these days say to their actors. <laughs> but then the very next day she came in, she had completely rewritten the scene given her character a half, you know, full page monologue about her childhood <laughs> pediatrician. And, um, and so we had this sort of fight where I'm saying it's too much, you know, it's not about you. We're not talking about Nazi jokes, like, and it ended up being the best um, thing that we got. And so, uh, you know, then the, in the editing process, we decided to, we landed on the meta aspect because it was just the funniest stuff. And tell us the title of the film and how you came to the title. 
It's called Monsieur Le Butch. And that was, that's my mom's uh, name that she thought of for my, uh, I'm giving her a haircut, uh, you know, sort of like a pandemic thing. I, I was started giving haircuts and she's talking about my haircut. And she says, you need a name for your salon, Monsieur Le Butch, which tra translates to Mr. The Butch. <laughs> really, neither of us speak French very well, but. <laughs> Let's listen to a clip from the film. This is where, Jude, you were talking to your mom. You're at the kitchen table talking, and we can talk about it a little bit on the other side. I'm reading this book for class, Girl, Woman, Other. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of you. Why? I'm only one of those things. Other? Actually, I don't know. I guess I'm none of those things. What, what did you mean by why I'm only one of those things? Because I'm not a girl or a woman. Right. So, then that's natural for me to say, so you're other? And then you say no. It's not making sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's the point. But in your mind, what is the one thing you are? I don't know. That's the point of the movie. All right. Okay. What did your mom think of the movie? You know, she loves, she really loves it. I think <laughs> and she says, I didn't know what I was getting into, um, but it's gotten a lot of lovely responses. And I think that's been really wonderful, wonderful for her. And, uh, you know, much like art imitating life, I do think sort of, um, you know, and the reason the meta parts work, I think is because, uh, you know, to me, I'm, I'm trying to explore, you know, being seen and what, what it means to be seen. And she's rewriting her part because she was pushing back on this, uh, my image of her mm -hmm. as, you know, maybe as someone who doesn't quite get pronouns or trans stuff. And I think it really helped her to see herself through the film. And she's much better about my pronouns since it came out. I think just, you know, she looked at that and said, oh, I don't want to be the kind of mom who like isn't getting this right mm -hmm. for my child. Yeah. Even if I find it a little confusing. And I think, I think the film has sort of has helped. So we've just heard, Lee, we just heard from Jude about Jude and their mom. And you dealt with Christina's dad. Um, it's this interesting that we're talking about parents a lot. In listening to the conversation, Leah, between Christina and her dad, and then you had to edit it down and then made this great animation, um, what is something you noticed about father and daughter relationships or parent and kid relationships in this, in this era? <laughs> oh, I, I think the communication, in my opinion, is, yeah. is more like free-flowing, I guess, and open uh, just from hearing Christina and her dad, um, I could be completely wrong with everybody else, but um, <laughs> no. But it's interesting because today, Jude, Jude was Jude was saying know, that they had the there was there's a communication element in Jude's film as well. Yeah, I, I guess there's just a general openness, which I really love and appreciate, especially with pronouns and everything. That's Christina, what was it about Jude's film that you thought it would be good in this lineup? Well, it it was the first film that made me cry when I was watching submissions, it was so, it was just so wonderful. And, you know, they do such a great job of, of creating this sort of meta thing where you, you feel the realness of the relationship and then, and then it, there's, there's humor in it. There's like a lot of love and, you know, you feel the struggle. Yeah. I, I thought it, I mean, it, it definitely sort of encapsulates, you know, parent 
parent-child relationships, but it was so moving, just like so incredibly moving. And I have to ask you about something that I saw. I think I saw it on your website, a short you did with with Cardi B. Oh, yeah. I, I worked on a show for Billboard where we interviewed a ton of uh, top 100 A-list celebrities, mm-hmm. you know, edited that down and then added additional animation over that. So, you know, I, I, I like to dabble in both. Um, yeah, that was, it was a crazy time. I, I had so much fun. And, uh, you know, most of the time I have no idea who anybody famous is. So that was also just a side, you know, fun thing like Cardi who, you know, <laughs> well, I know that- who she is now. Well, it made me think when we were so that first question I asked you about the power of the short, even though it's not in the festival, the power of the short is you can really distill, you can get so much in a in a short period of time. And when you when you have those time parameters, Christina, sometimes you really just have to get to the point. There's not a lot of excess. You really just go straight. You you know that film you went straight to the heart of who Cardi B is. Jude, you go straight to the this this. moment with with you and your mom yeah right to the meat of it you know (laughs) christina if people are interested in in the festival where should they go uh nighthawkcinema.com uh there are still some tickets some programs are sold out but there's uh you go to the website you it should be pretty prominent to uh, get to the festival yeah Christina Cacioppo is Director of Programming for Nighthawk Shorts Fest. I've been speaking also with filmmakers Leah Shore and Jude Dry. Thanks, thanks everybody, for the preview. Thanks, thanks Allison. Allison. Thanks, Jude and Leah. Thank you. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic Drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.